The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brain. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here, along with Ben and Anthony. Thanking you, as always, for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, if you're not doing so already, please go follow us wherever you get your podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review because it helps us out big time with that LEG. And uh, if you're looking for a little something in between, want to stay up to date uh, with what we got going on, where we're doing it, when we're doing it, Ben and Anthony can let you know where to go. Do you like clips? We got clips. You can follow us on Instagram at unofficial underscore pod. As always, the link tree is in the bio. You can get to everything that we're talking about. I have a little link to Justin's website. If you listen to that fantastic episode we did with him last week, check his restaurant out. Uh, but we'd also love for you to email us. You know the email by now. It's hi at uipodcast.com. We have a fantastic streak. Spoiler alert. The streak <laughs> is continuing this week so we got a nice email from uh ny frank coming out almost called him email frank a couple, <laughs> more, couple more uh episodes and that might have to be his new nickname but yeah. we'll hold off on that for now but i'm not you know, i'm done holding this person back because i feel like i've been talking for hours now so i'm gonna let him off the leash off the chain <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna let him talk a little bit about the website his name is anthony how you doing it hey you know, Ben, you brought up an interesting point at the top of your little uh, spiel there. Most men in America can never find the clips. <laughs> so if you're having trouble, go to www.unofficialpod.com. We have all the spots that you could find, mm. all the clips. A through Z. Yeah, we have them all. on G. I think it's clips, right? That's yeah. what everybody's forgetting mm -hmm. to find or can't find. That's why a lot of women are upset in America. Anyway. Um, oh, we're talking about the, the mythological clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not really there. Yeah, yeah. Where they in peep. theory. Yeah. It's somewhere. It's there, apparently. Um, but you know what else is there? But we're talking about our website now. We got a built-in media player with 126 episodes for your ears. We call it ear candy in the industry. Uh, suck on that, baby. Mm-hmm. We melt in your hand. Yummy. <laughs> I mean, we don't melt in your yeah, hand. We in melt the in mouth. mouth. We melt in the mouth. But um, that's enough. We melt <laughs> in your ear holes and your eye holes. We have our clips, our YouTube, everything on there. You thought Ben was rambling? I'm a rambling man. And uh, one more time, www.unofficialpod.com. You can email us through the website as well. So do that. Yeah, do it. Do it. Bacardi yeah. Cola, do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a shout out, a uh, friend of the pod. Shout out, Kirsten. Uh, she she listens and she's putting together a nice size list of restaurants. Uh, thanks to Ben, always bringing the heat uh, in the cuisine department. And then obviously when Justin stops by, I mean, who better than him? Yeah, your mouth just waters. Um, no, also, you know, make sure you're checking out those episode notes. I hyperlink all the restaurants that are mentioned on this show. 
Uh, it'll take you right to either their website or their Instagram. Uh, so you could maybe get a little list going at home. I know I, there's a bunch of restaurants I need to try. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. I finished watching The Bear. And uh, Chicago, if they're, not, if they're not doing... Chicago, if you're listening, and we know that you are, uh, you got to do like a The Bear food tour and just hit every restaurant that Sydney went to in that yeah. montage when she got stood up and went to the... Was it Kasama yeah. that you were talking about? All that food just looked, I mean, whoa. I think the biggest miss is not setting up like the bear restaurant, like as an actual like a pop up. Yeah. Like Disney world, but for a restaurant. Yeah. You know, people will go. I know they will. I don't think lip is going to be cooking for them. Lip. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I refer to him as. Cause I watched him in shameless. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. What's Something his name? up with his lip? No, his name is Philip and they just call oh, him they lip. Call him lip. Uh, what's yeah, like uh, a cliff. What, what's his actual name? That actor. Jeremy Allen White. That one, yep. What up? Germ. Germ for short. Um, yeah. yeah. But we'll get, at, we'll get into that later in our entertainment uh, side of things. Um, how you guys doing? How was your weekend? Busy. Yeah? Busy, yeah. I uh, love my lazy weekends. Didn't necessarily get one this weekend, but that's okay. We had a lot of fun celebrating Aya's birthday. Oh, yes. So it was our birthday, birthday yes. Aya. And uh, yeah, good times. I love a busy, a lot to do weekend. You do? But I didn't get it. Mm. You want to switch lives? Just had a lazy no. Sunday? <laughs> no, you don't want to? No, I don't. Okay. Because I don't want to put you uh, in a position <laughs> that you're going to regret. Um, I'm not saying that I regret it, but we, what did we do? We cut watched, that, cut, that, cut, that, cut that all, cut that all. Um, we watched a lot of TV, hung out with the little man and the little lady. And just chilled. Yeah. Nothing crazy. I know nobody gives a shit when I say that on the podcast. Hey, you know. Everyone just tunes in to hear how boring my weekend is. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Did Anthony sleep till fucking 7.30 this weekend? 7.30 a.m. Hey. Wow. Wow. I bet you felt like shit, too, sleeping that late. Yep. Damn. Yep. What a slacker. I know. What an asshole. My wife's drinking. Looking all militant with the cut, but yet you're just slacking, <laughs> staying in bed till 7.30. I need to put Jesus. on the front. Jesus. So That's people respect you? me. I didn't know they stacked <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry to give you the opportunity. It's okay. Oh, boy. A um, lot happened this week, or last week, depending on when you're listening. But, uh, you know, women's national team, worst soccer team in the world. Unfortunately. In the world. The one shining glimmer of hope that this country has. I know. Blew it. That that uh I mean, talk about a heartbreaking ending though, with the with just the backspin on the ball going across yeah. the that I, that was crazy. I mean, I I didn't follow a second. <laughs> and uh, I just saw the highlight uh, you know, I think this morning they were playing it, and I was like, I felt for the goalie, man. That's gotta oof, that's a tough one. But then again, I mean, what the hell is with everybody getting the yips, kicking it fucking five feet over the goal? I'm gonna bring it up again. I think we talked about this last World Cup, the, the men's World Cup. Okay. You think the real World Cup? The <laughs> <laughs> Ben's words. Just kidding. He's talking about the one that's on MTV, where it's the cast of Real World. Uh, yeah. It's not as simple as it seems when you get the you know weight of the world literally on your shoulders. I don't give a flying f. You get paid way less than the men to do a job. <laughs> They and don't you're not paid. doing it. They don't get paid. 
the World Oh, that's Cup. right. That's right. Pro bono. What? Pro, bo- pro boner. We're just going to throw quotes. Why are you there. fingering the air right now? People can't see what you're doing. It, too bad. Maybe this week we will be on YouTube. Oh, we were going to do a horizontal video. Fuck! Right? Next week we will be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's how we keep you guys listening every week. I could, I could like, I could do pillar style. Just have us like. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. Ooh, that, that might be... not be that bad, actually. God, hey. I gotta watch all the fucking stupid faces I make. And then the oh, saving for the thumbnail, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you could do uh, the U, and the two pillars are me and Ben, and then the I is just you. That three frame. Think of the UI logo. Oh, yeah, why'd you just put three letters in it? What are we fucking Chrissy Nolan? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we you saw it, right? I did. Nice. Yeah, one of us did. I was gonna try. I was gonna try and see that or Barbie, so we could at least get the <laughs> Barbenheimer combination. <laughs> combination. Um. Damn, just a jam-packed entertainment side of things today. For I know you. we just keep wanting to creep in there, but I think we have an important. Email. We, we do, and I feel like it's it, it's gonna have something with sports in it, and I, I I think I think we all need to take some time to just air out the grievances. With, I with think New York baseball. I didn't read the email. I didn't either. But I have a like a really good feeling that it's not going to be about sports. I think it's going to be about uh, trigonometry, actually. Mm. All right. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, during that time, I should have queued up. And why Frank's the music? Yeah. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Family traditions, boomers, defense, and the babe. Boys, I was going to address a few items from last week's podcast concerning boomers and their beliefs in good defensive basketball strategy <laughs> <laughs> and Ruth versus Otani. But as Steve and I were discussing over our weekly Saturday brunches, the games have changed over the years, and it's a little unfair to compare past and present athletes due to the many changes. Uh, had a great Saturday at a family gathering celebrating the feast of Our Lady of the Snow. Uh, while it may be unknown to many, its significance to our family is important and has been going on from f- for a few generations. Our cousins, Angela and Joe, have been hosting it for several years now, and it's a day filled with great food, family, and much reminiscing. Uh, yeah, I was bummed I wasn't there, um, for sure. Uh, had a nice conversation with friend of the pod and longtime listener, Cousin Christina. Shout out, Cousin Christina. Shout uh, out. Who told me how much she's enjoyed the podcast, especially the NY Frank emails. <laughs> she who doesn't al- love them? I know. I mean, it's a fan favorite. Um, we're changing the name of the show. It's just called NY Frank. <laughs> uh, she also had some christening questions for Anthony and would love to ask him <laughs> <laughs> during a call-in in the future. Yeah, we've we still got questions about that christening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! Um, shout out Groupon. Uh, a great day had by all. It just got me to thinking how much things have changed in families over the years, especially with the passing of many of the family members who have passed and were the cornerstone of keeping these traditions together. Baseball Blues, uh, Mets zero and six road trip. Uh, Yanks three and four home set. Uh, two teams going nowhere. Hijack great finale. Gotta go. Have a great week. Appreciate your families, and my Frank. That was very heartfelt. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate family. Yeah, uh, I know you wanted to air out some grievances, but I'm I'm just over it. I got a couple things I want to say. 
Yeah. If, if you'll allow me. I mean, if we want to start a timer, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the weeds and have everybody, you know, get turned off on the pod. Maybe just give me like a couple minutes. All right. Couple, I got you. I got, two, I got an eye on two minutes. Okay. I'm going to start with, uh, the medical and training staff of the New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. I said it before. It's an $8 billion franchise. And Aaron Boone or Karen Boone, uh, <laughs> is always touting how great they are. Best in the game. In the, uh, 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 Rizzo on the IL. Backdates to the fucking concussion from May 28th that they're just, I mean, the, the guys just get so bad you want them to save face and you just say that they got, a, they fucking slipped into a coma for a month and a half. Like, how does this go undiagnosed? Clear, the guy, clearly, there's something wrong with the guy. And again, if he's just having a crazy slump and, and, and you're trying to save face, whatever, but too much shit is coming down on players getting injured and, and they can't be the best doctors in the world. If things go untreated, misdiagnosed, it, it's, it's fucking annoying. Carlos Rendon, you fat son of a bitch. <laughs> Out yesterday with the fucking hamstring. You pitched four fucking games for this team, one of which was somewhat decent. Of course, against the Mets. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it just, it's just, it's a mess. <laughs> and, uh, and this is exactly why, hey, I'm, I'm, for, I'm for players getting as much money as they can, but there's got to be a ceiling. Because no human being is worth this kind of money. Who the fuck wants that kind of pressure on them anyways? That you can't, you know, off-season, I want to go on a ski trip with my family. Nope. It, it's too much of a liability. You could do it, but if you fucking break anything, we're going to ship you away like they did to fucking Aaron Boone and Jabba Chamberlain for having a life outside of baseball. That's the thing. When you get paid this kind of money, you are owned by that team. If I'm paying you $400 million, I own you. You don't do anything without getting my fucking permission first. And that's why we need to bring... No, I'm not going to finish this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, but seriously, I, I would never want to feel owned by somebody. And when, you're, when somebody's giving you that kind of money, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're not a free person. You're not free to make whatever decisions you want. So I don't even want that shit. Not even for a bill? No, because they have generational wealth. Like, they're kids, they're kids' kids. It's all taken care of. Some, so many people said my fuck you money amount is like 50 million, 100 million. Some of these guys make that, half of that in one fucking season. All right, the buzzer went off. And that's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> uh, Yankees are a mess right now. Top, yeah. top to bottom. Um, they really are. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. It just seems like it starts at the top because a an owner that really cared about winning wouldn't allow this type of stuff to happen. Yeah. I don't know what happened with Rizzo. Maybe he said he passed the original concussion test, but uh, he obviously hasn't looked right since then. No, yeah. I think they someone compared uh, Joey Gallo's worst worst fifty games mm. with Anthony Rizzo's worst fifty games. And Gallo's a stud, <laughs> not a stud, but, <laughs> but yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, so it's just rough over it, there. No, it's rough, and and uh, you know, I, like you said, it's from, it, it, it's not the players. It, it's it's everything around the fucking players. You know, Cashman, I don't know what the hell that guy's thinking, but his best days are clearly behind him. Thank I, you for... I think they just need a new voice. Uh, no, but I mean, he's fresh just... Fresh set of eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they definitely fresh need a little bit of a refresh. But yeah. also, like I said, I mean, they've been doing the same thing for so long and expecting different results, and that's the definition of insanity. And, and Boone, I just, I can't take this guy anymore. Probably a great person. Seems like a fun hang. But he's just not a good coach. The guy was barely a good player. He barely, like, you know what I'm saying? Barely a good player. 
Yeah, but those are the guys that make the best managers. Sometimes, not that he's sometimes, the best manager, yeah, sometimes, but. but not him. I'm sorry, just not him. And again, all due respect, but I could have fucking coached them to 100 victories in 2018. So you didn't do anything great. You fu- you're, you fell ass backwards into a good situation. You got good players. And I know it all, you know, you live or die on the manager. Like, you know, they make the, 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 this decision and it goes well. They're a hero. It goes the other way. They're a fucking idiot. But I'm tired of hearing this guy, you know, making excuses. Fucking Stanton was almost walking into home, uh, you know, the other day. And be, when he's asked in the fucking press conference by Meredith Morakovich, <laughs> asking if, if Stanton's like healthy. And he's like, again, well, they just don't want him to hurt himself. No, and I get it, but don't fucking send him. If it's going to be a <laughs> I close know. play, I know. the guy was out by fucking 14 steps. He should have just halfway down the line, just walked right to the fucking dugout. <laughs> That's basically what he did. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, don't even fucking send him. It, it was ridiculous. But then for Boone to be like, oh, you know, yeah, he's probably got more than that. But, you know, I think if it's not an efficient route, he's going to protect. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Uh, uh, diehard Yankees fan. He's protecting his players, though. No, and I, you know... That's why they like him. Tip of the cap, but yeah, like, that's bullshit, man. Like, you know, sometimes, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not the, the, the easiest playing for, like, a hard coach like that, but they get the best out of their players, and in the, at the end of the day, you're thankful for it. And and I'll tie that into the bear, because you look at Tina, and you look at Richie, and you look at some of these people that finally, like, broke the wall down, weren't stubborn, showed humility... And fucking allowed them to be pushed into their fullest potential. When you got a fucking yes man that's being like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You could jog home. My fucking high school coaches wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's just. Normally, it, I'm all about the passion, too, and the and the the anger. But it's hard for a Yankee fan because get ready because it's coming back next year. No, I, hey, <laughs> I, I know. But I mean, I've just been, I've been watching way less. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I am not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy over this shit. I aired it out right there just because I mean for the pod. Yeah. Dude, but I'll tell you, my QOL quality of life okay. has increased significant significantly. Not my uh, grammar. Vo- vocabulary still yeah. coming around. Yep, still working <laughs> on that. Uh it's gotten way better after not caring so much about it. Yeah. It's just I used stress to, that you I was don't thinking need. about this the other day while I was like cleaning. Random shit. Um I was like when I was a kid, I used to like live and die by every game. I used to be like, oh, I can't wait to talk about, you know, with the Mets fans in school about like how well they did, which wasn't often. Um, but, you know, or like if they beat the Yankees in a series, I was like, oh, I can't wait to like rip on the Yankee fans. I was a douche. Yeah. And uh, they would do the same. Was. Back. was. Still am. Um, and they would do the same to me. But I was like, ever since I stopped, I'm like, what are they doing for me? They're, I mean, they're entertainment. Sure. Um, but like when I stopped caring so much about what they did, what they didn't do, yeah, I was like able to focus on other things. Yeah. Cause I'll tell you what, they don't care about what you do. They don't give a shit about this podcast and us talking about, well, like, I've heard, I've heard a few people on each side were fans. I think Shohei <laughs> might be, but not after what I said last week. Sure. 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 But hey. I'm just saying, don't care so much guys. Yeah, Mickey Mantle will never, never pay your rent or whatever the fuck that line yeah. was from that movie. Which is, like, if you look at, like, other sports fans' takes, they're like, that's what fucking losers say. Loser <laughs> fan bases say that. Yeah, well, when you're on top of the world, of course, you tune into every game, whatever. And then once it's like, uh, you know, you haven't won a game in three series, everyone's like, 
they don't pay my bills. I don't no, care. but it's you know, but also when when the team just looks like they like there's no fire and they don't care. Why am I going to care? Well, they're getting they're, pay- they're getting paid to care. Yeah. I don't get paid to care. Well, they're just getting paid. You can end the sentence right there. Yeah, they, they can care or but not. But you got, I mean, if you don't if you don't care about what you're doing, then what what the hell? Why are you doing it? They're still going to get like, paid, like forks on the bear, right? I can't wait to talk about this show. Why don't we? Just, let's, let's just talk some snacks so we can get the fuck out of the food aisle and then get right to yeah, ent- yeah. entertaining. <laughs> You know this crew is all about them multiple entrees. Yeah, of talking. course we love courses. <laughs> Technically, the bears about food, so let's get into it. <laughs> now you had a fucking highlight reel from uh, your celebrations. You want to talk about any of that stuff? Yeah, uh, we went to, like I said, we went out for her birthday. We had a little split celebration. Her and her friend mm-hmm. on Saturday. We ended up at a little place called Dim Sum Palace. Okay, uh, we went fucking ham i never saw so much food in my life we ordered a ton of stuff there was like 10 or 11 of us but um one of my favorite things we've ever done was you know the dim sum menu has like 60 different things on it so while we were waiting for the food we were talking about fantasy football and we were talking about drafts and then someone said while we're waiting for this food let's do a draft of all the food of the dim sum see who gets the best team so we were handing the menu around the table and then we do snake style and go back and we we did a draft that like it took us like the whole dinner to do, but it was fun. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, the food was delicious. Uh, some of the best Chinese food I ever had. Um, I mean, I was a little tips. Yeah, but it was it was really good. And then Sunday night, we went to a place called Tempura Matsui, which is an oma- Hideki's place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a tempura omakase. So yeah, it was like. 10 or 15 I, I didn't count but dude if you've never had like actual real tempura it's mm. like a it's like an art the way they do it and b the breading is so light and crispy it's not like anything you've ever had before but it was really really good they did like a one of the courses was a scallop and it the bees are still not coming back yeah they're, they're just gone. blown off <laughs> so you're definitely going to be uh a dickwad yeah what was it dinkwad Dinkwad, sorry. Um, Your bees are just floating in quadrant like eighty nine right now. My, I think they might have fucking tempored my balls for the next <laughs> the next group of people that came in and, and served them to them. Italian meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I don't know what's going on. Um, but no, it was really really good, quite pricey, but it was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Only reinforced my desire to go to Japan mm. and just eat my way through the whole country. Do it. We only got Benzilla. Uh, we, we only got forty five years left. I know. Okay. Allegedly, um, that's what the media wants you to think. I mean, that's what the meteor wants you to think because it's gonna, coming. We're gonna laser that shit right out of the sky. You know, we'll see. We'll we, see. We might not even be alive to. If hopefully Bruce Willie is still here, he can fucking bring a ragtag group of guys up there. <laughs> He'll get up there and forget what he. Somebody doing. who's on an oil rig right now, get ready because we're gonna need you. That was fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. I, Cut that. I, I, I stepped on that. I'll hear it in the editing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But um, I heard the trick to a good tempura. Yeah. This is from uh, online sources mm-hmm. that they use soda water, carbonated water. I cannot confirm or deny because the batter was already made when we got there. Mm. Right. But just sharing some unofficial intelligence. Hey, uh, listen, I'm not, it's not an indictment on you. I'm just saying. What am I, Trump? Oh, please, 78 of them? Come on. <laughs> oh. uh, um, 
No, but dude, they were like every time they put something in the Earl, mm. like a bunch of the tempura would come off, so they would like be constantly skimming. And I went to be like, how much for the the bucket of tempura flakes that you have there? Because they could have made nice breadcrumbs. Throw that in a bag for <laughs> yeah, me. Come on. I'm paying you enough. Let me fucking walk out with a little take home. Just throw it on my face like confetti at the end. Yeah. But uh, no, it was awesome. The people there were super friendly. It was very, very high, highfalutin. Highfalutin? Mm. Yeah. A little mish, a little mish star. Ooh. A little mish. Well, how, many, how many? One, two? One? Just one. one. I think it could have been, been two. Whoa. Could have been. Okay. Hey. Two is you would go out of your way if you're in the city. You are our resident food critic. I would say it's two. Hey, you know what? You heard it here first. It's a two. B stars, we'll call them. B stars. They get two B stars. And in in that vein, Sushi Nagazawa should be two stars. Just saying. You heard it here first, folks. Listen, breaking news. But those are my snacks, and I talked about them, so hit the fucking chime. Or unless you got something to talk about. I did. uh... Did I talk about this already? I have, I got a little um, waffle maker. No. A little one. Not only for waffles. I learned how to cook eggs in them. Ooh. Little Earl. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Chez. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whatever you want. Shredded, preferably. Egg on top. Just crack that bitch right in there. Yeah. More Chez. Okay. Salt, pepper, or your favorite seasoning. Close the lid. Spectacular. Nice. And sandwich uh, appropriate. There you go. Wegs. Delicious. Yeah. Weffelegs. Wefflegs. Weggles. Weggles. I like Weggles. I like them too. I think too. it might be onto some. I like it. I like it better than what I said. But that's all I got. All right. Hey. Oh, actually. So fucking cut that so it sounds like I, I was prepared. Okay. Uh, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Dave's Killer Bread. Oh, yes. Are you familiar with the story I I know he's a guitar player, but uh, you know I can only fill in the gaps. I'm thinking broke his wrist, never healed right, had to leave the band, uh, started making bread during the pandemic, and now we're here. I heard he was an ex felon. That is correct. Oh snap! Yeah, he does look a little sus. Never trust a guy with long hair like that. That's not a pro wrestler or a pro wrestler. You forgot one. Who could forget Luchador? Pro wrestler. Mm. Yep. (laughs) So. David Dahl, uh, family owned uh, a bakery. He used to work there. Got into a lot of fights with his dad. Mm. Not in line with NY Frank's email at all. Yeah. Not a family man. Yeah. <clears throat> Ended up getting into the meth biz. Oh. I read this in an article called Breaking Bread. Okay. Incredible. See, see what they did so there? Many, so many ways you can go with that one. Because he's literally... It's... Baking bread. He's... Breaking bad. Breaking bread is when you sit and you eat with. Come on, please forget it's, it. I mean, I mean, I gotta find that author and give them credit. Yeah. Um. However, he was in. Uh, he was in the weeds. Went to prison a couple times. Uh. Then he realized, hey, I shouldn't be living this life. Yeah. His after he left, I'll do that to you. Yeah. Armed robbery, all that kind of oh, stuff. Damn. Drugs. And now we want to support this man and buy his bread. <laughs> Hey, I, I like second chances. I like second chances. Hey. His brother did too. So his brother took over the family bakery, invited him back. He started working there and said, I'm gonna make this bread. It's organic, it's good for everybody. 
Uh, it's made from urinal cakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the last part? Chocolate. Um, fresh yeast. Yeah, fresh yeast. You heard me. And uh, the rest is history. He made that first loaf, and then uh, they started it's selling bread everywhere. Been pinching loaves ever since. Pinching <laughs> them off. I always feel super energetic after I have that bread. Do you think there's anything to it? Yeah. I start yeah, grinding my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> start grinding my teeth and start <laughs> seeing through walls. I actually had their bagels this morning, which I tried. Not bad for store-bought bagels, yeah. um, but they're good. You know, once you say organic and superfood, I'm in. You know what I you know what I became a huge fan of? Whole wheat. I'm a big whole wheat. Love a whole wheat. So dry. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it my no, mouth. I do I like the graininess to it. You know, you gotta go a little extra on the mayo or whatever condiment you're using, but I'm a big I'm a big uh, whole wheat guy. When I make my little sardine sandwich, did I ever send you that recipe? Mm-mm. With the arugula and the lemon, a little cracked pap. You told me about little it. Little mayo. Fantastic. What brand do you go for, though? Of tin fish? Uh, no, not the tin fish. The whole wheat <clears throat> bread. Oh, Dave's Killer. Oh, it's just Dave's Killer. Yeah, I got, I got some... The 78 uh, grain or whatever. Yeah. I got something to tell you guys. Oh, no. And I, I, don't really, I, re- I really don't know how to break this Mm-mm. to you guys. Yep. But, uh, you know, Dave sold the damn bread. He don't, he don't make it no more. He don't work there no more? He don't work there no more. Well, I heard back in 2014... He had a little lapse. What do you need a little fucking meth money, this guy? Little, little. <laughs> talking, talking over a quarter billy. He got. But he got more in 2015. Damn. So right after the whole fiasco, I heard he had a little. Uh, what, what what do we call it? A menti break. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And uh, lost his shit. Mm. Um, mm. allegedly, uh, drove off, got chased by the cops, and then rammed himself through a police barrier. Which was, RIP. Uh, he made it. Hell yeah. This guy. <laughs> Fuck Dave's killer, but <laughs> the dude's fucking metal. Dude. Yeah. Was, was murder one of the charges? Where does the killer come from in the bread? Uh, or is, is that from the 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 hair hair band days and it was killer dude? Yeah, I, I think that's it. I'm going with that one. I'm going with he murdered somebody, and that's why he was in jail. He murdered my But hunger. How do you get out? How do you get out of murder? Usually murder good is lawyers. like a life. Yeah. Really good. I mean, uh, I heard all you need is like a tiny little. I think he had OJ's ice team. pick, and yeah. a, and a, a poster of Rachel, not Rachel. The hell's her name? Rockout Wolf. Mm. That's the Shawshank Redemption. That... All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, but he's not making the bread no more, huh? I mean, John Tucker is the CEO. John Tucker, the John Tucker, the John Tucker wow. from from Untuck It. I believe the brand, so, the yes. shirt brand. I, th- yeah. I believe he's a third cousin. Yeah, he might be. So shout out, shout out to the to Dave's Killer Bread. Second chances, Dave's Killer Crimes Bank account. Yeah, he's got a killer bank account now. That's for sure. Yeah, hopefully he's using that money for good. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, fucking, we just broke bread with y'all. Uh, now. Now we can uh, now we can entertain. You know, it takes us about thirty one minutes and fifty five seconds to get warmed up, but I think we're warm. I'm warm. I'm getting moist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I watched the bear. Well, but before, actually, before we get to bear, we got a couple. We had a couple announcements. No theme music. A couple of two. I mean, do we have anything? I, like, I can hit. I can hit, the, I can hit the sorry. Nah, I don't like that for entertainment. Let's see. 
statement. I mean, it it doesn't really it doesn't really go with this section, but it's the best I got. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Has nothing to do with entertainment, but I mean, I think it does. You know what's entertaining? NASA Plus streaming service. Yes, for free. That's actually be be pretty cool. Is I'm it free on that. though? I mean, as of right now, we're paying for it. Probably. So Where do you think our tax dollars go? <laughs> Plus, I'd implies that you got to pay for it because you're getting some type of elevated service. But they but never like, had a service in the first place. That's true. So I like it. Yeah, I like it. You know, it, ta- it takes about thirty hundred years though to watch their programming. Because it's like, you know, they're traveling through space and time and shit like that. So, I mean. God, please just shoot me off the Mars. Huh? I don't know if that's going to be a weekly or I don't know what the, if it's going to be like episodic or how they're going to. go real time. I mean, you know, but who's got that kind of time? We're going to, we're supposed to watch a launch from here to Mars. That takes fucking 12 years. But it'll be free. Yeah, got nothing to do. Can you share sure. logins? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's not. You know, now that you said it, though, they're probably like, oh, that's a good idea. It yeah. was going to be free, but now we'll charge. Well, from the beginning of the lo- the launch to the end, you're going to have to share it with your great, 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 great grandkids, right? You know, it doesn't really take that long to get to Mars. No, I know. I just made that up. I don't think it's a couple months. I think it's like a couple years. No, to get to Mars? I guarantee right now, he's looking it up. Nine months. And three years, about seven months, and that's Damn, you know I, for you. just for the people that are doing the math that that you are right. That is twenty four thousand six hundred miles per hour. So good, good on you. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, about twenty four thousand six hundred miles per hour at home. You got it. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. How fast do you think you can get to Cali at that speed? It's gonna be like yeah. Well, I, I, well yeah, wait, 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 minutes or so. Since Ooh. why was I so far off? Why did I think that it took so long? Move well, the, move the decimal. That's where you got that fucked. Ah, uh, see that quick math yeah. fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. You, Seven months. Yeah. What are we BSing around? We should have started this. Says the, the problem is how you get back. Well, obviously you do the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what's that thing called? Uh, they talk about an interstellar. The old orbit, the old slingshot. Yeah, the slingshot. The slingshot. Yeah. But you're yeah. so far away, you've used a lot of gasolina to get there. There's yes. no there's no shell on, on Mars, so it's you know mm-hmm. And the Exxon closed down because, you know, the Gulf spill, so they they had to close that one down. Yeah. Mobile not even in the Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Well mobile Exxon at the Didn't they separate? <laughs> I thought they <laughs> no, oh, this is a, this is a merger. Merge. Uh, See, head out of the gutter. Seven months, mm-hmm. but in a manned spaceship or unmanned? That's a female spaceship. Manned spaceship get there in three months. <laughs> 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 yeah, but they would get lost at around fucking. This is true, but they wouldn't admit it. <laughs> yeah, they would just say that they were taking a fucking better route because the main route was closed. There was a meteor shower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the man, the the manned spaceship. You have to get off at this exit. I know. <laughs> you want to drive? Yeah. You want to drive? Do you want to? I'll Did pull they ask over. you to drive? They asked me to drive. <laughs> Seven months. Who knew? Ben. Ben knew. Well, I overshot it a little bit. But that's. Would you say nine? Yeah. 
Sometimes on the season, because sometimes, you know, you're a little bit further yeah. away. The season's... Yeah, every 26 months, uh, Mars is closest to Earth, so... Just say it. Okay. Shout out August 30th. You can have that super blue moon. I'm hoping I might have that telephoto lens by then, so I could take a nice shot of it. Should go out, uh, like, upstate or something. I know, I'm thinking of actually traveling to take a nice photo, honestly. Where, to Either Mars? like, out east... I yeah, yeah, Seven months. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure, I'm I'm planning my trip to Mars, and <laughs> real soon you could do that. I think. I mean, Audi Audi might be good, but I think yeah, up, I don't know. I'll do, might be a little yeah, bit I'll better. do a little bit of research and see where might be a good vantage point. Bald Hill, great shot from up there. Isn't that where? We, isn't that where we saw uh, three eleven? That was Bald Hill. Yeah, I think that was my first time ever there. Honestly, you know that Never. giant American monument is. By Vets Highway? No, on um, North Ocean. North Ocean. Oh, the meetup place. If that's what you guys call it. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what we call it. Call that home base. Oh, yeah, there. <laughs> that's where you can get a good shot. So what's the super blue moon all about? Is it super sad? No, no, no. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's called a blue moon when it's the second full moon in the same month. And then we had a super moon last week where it's like super close to Earth. So it's just massive. <sighs> yeah. I'd love to get a shot of it, like down, like, like a, you know, coming in between buildings with like a city street or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be sick, like Manhattan Henge. Um, and all the pictures people take in Dumbo, mm -hmm. like the bridge is just fucking. Ooh, that'd be sick. Uh, speaking of the NASA Plus thing, we're going back to the moon soon, so that'll be fucking fun to watch on NASA Plus. For real this oh, time, yeah. though. Is that a, for real? For real? For real? Um, is that I forgot to fucking plug it in. Yep. I was I was saying that when, when I looked at it before. She did, did. It just die. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't. I didn't have it plugged into the power supply. I hope we got a fucking clip. Thirty-eight minutes, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we're just going to be talking about space for the next forty-five minutes. True. To an hour, three, five, six, <laughs> two-parter. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that a uh, is that SpaceX? No. The, oh, because okay. I thought we didn't. I thought NASA wasn't a thing anymore. It is now. It still is. Yeah. Yeah. We're going back to the moon. Nice. Not much to see. I mean, we've done everything we have, but yeah. I guess maybe they want to like shut people up. It's a demeasuring contest I, at this point. True. Didn't China come out and said that they wanted to claim the moon as their own territory? Well, they do with everything else in the fucking Pacific Ocean, so <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. That's right. I took a shot right at China. Shots fired. Come at me. But not as TikTok. G. Contact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have to. I think something will take that down. It just, it just a mention of his name. Yeah. Well, we're not playing in China, so we don't got to worry about people listening to this episode over there. Uh, what else do we got going on? Interstellar. Loki. Season two trailer. Stoked. Uh, I got to say I'm out on it. Yeah? On yeah, Loki? I'm just done with Marvel. I really it, am. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I, I am too. <clears throat> I am too. But, uh, you know, I did enjoy that first one. Are you out because Jonathan Majors is a piece of shit? No, I mean. Allegedly? Fuck him, allegedly, but <laughs> but uh, no. Ever since Infinity War, or any yeah. game, whatever the fuck, like it's just it just feels like a task. I know it, it really does. And and the the first the first season of Loki was good, and then Hawkeye was good, but I was just like so done at mm. that point. And it's there's nothing. They're basically just grabbing they're at not, straws they're not grabbing at straws but they're just not going through the motions so yeah going through the motions they're not like innovating yeah and and if, and in fact they're doing the opposite they're they're 
in, in my opinion, just from what I've read, because I, I haven't watched Secret, is it Secret Invasion or Secret yeah, yeah. Wars? Secret Invasion. Invasion. That's been getting a lot of heat just because with things that they're implying in the show, it's retconning, we'll call it the golden era of the MCU. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of fans aren't happy about that because it's ruining like real key moments and, and like heartfelt moments. So that I'm like, who thought this was a good idea? That like the, the continuity throughout, I think was one of the most celebrated things. And now they make this bucket, a TV show of all things to bring down what you built for all those years. Yeah. TV show that no one's watching. Yeah. It's just at some certain point we loved it because it was new and we haven't seen anything executed like that from comics to the to the screen. Yeah. And now that you're past the point where like, you know, obviously you're going to deliver the best content that you can, which you did in the golden era. And now it's hard to just keep it going. It's just, you know, you fizzle out after a while as fans, as directors, as like, that's why the Russo brothers are doing other stuff, too. I mean, what? how much more are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, the fact that you kept it going for, you know, almost 25 movies in the first place yeah, was pretty incredible. But not that they ran out of ideas because there's always going to be ideas, but they just ran out of steam. And they lost, you know, everybody good that was in those. You know, it was a hell of a cast that they put yeah. together for all those movies. And, yeah. We were up between last night. Wife and I had some time to just hang out and watch a movie. She was like, let's watch Guardians, the new one. Because now it's on Disney Plus. I was like, <clears throat> I and you hadn't seen it? No. Oh, I mean, that's and that I was, was like, really good. I, I'm sure it was. Oh, you didn't watch it. But I we ended up watching uh, James Bond instead. Oh, okay. I was just in the mood. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's just time. Maybe it's DC's time to. No, I think it's, it's, just, it's not. You would think, but it's not. Because yeah. the, the Flash bombed. And, not that. Uh, I'm talking about superhero out. Yeah, that's. Yeah. James Gunn's thing. I think we're going to see a pretty big uh, like turnout for James Gunn's uh, plans. I, I mean, you know. Because Superman, one of the most beloved heroes that hasn't been done right in a while. Yeah, see, I was, you know, I never, I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't really have a lot of gripes with Man of Steel, well, as many as other people did. Uh, you know, some of the things that they were like dwelling on, I, I never really. That was the Henry Cavill one? Yeah. I think the biggest thing I was just it. all the people he allowed to die and all the carnage before he did anything. And it's like, you got to remember, this is him becoming Superman and and understanding that he does have to do maybe some, make difficult choices and stuff like that for the greater good. So he's like, and, and that whole movie was about him coming into his own and learning yeah. to harness the, the powers and shit like that. So, But that was the most compelling like stuff about Superman, the character, because it, how boring is it just watching like, the strongest man in the world just kick everyone's ass yeah. in underwear. Well, that's why they and, that's why they started rewriting the comics. I forget at what issue, but I had a I had a poster of it in my room. It's Superman was like too strong at the introduction of Kryptonite. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we need something that like yeah. takes him down a bit. Yeah, but that this James Gunn's following All Star Superman, yeah. which shows like a really cool like human element to him, mm. where he's not just like this stoic unbreakable figure it's like going into his psyche a little bit of you know oh i am all powerful but i'm i i'm still i still consider myself human and i want to fit into this yeah species yeah yeah um so i'm super excited about that because the books were isn't there a incredible. cartoon that's on right now that's supposedly like really really good yeah and um huey from boys is in it 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dennis, uh, Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. He was in Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah? Everybody was in fucking Oppenheimer. I know, I, yeah. I've heard some of the people that just like pop up for like one little thing. I'm like, oh. If you go to the IMAX, they scan your face and they put you in the movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. So, yeah. I was in it. That's incredible. Yeah. Feel that you're not going to get compensated for that. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Um, what else we got? Uh, you guys watch Physical? I did the first first episode. For, oh, just the first episode. Yeah. Okay, because season three is uh, uh, it's premiering tomorrow, aka yesterday. Yeah. Wait, didn't it come out last week? No, August eighth. So yesterday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, today's the seventh. How did I you're watch at my house? <laughs> oh, they released the first two. Episodes? Yeah, first two episodes. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, I, I didn't get to watch that yet, but it's uh, it's on the list. I didn't get to watch that because I was watching the bear. And uh, I mean, your thoughts before we get into it. Mm. Quick R.I.P. We owe this man at least that he fucking sacrificed himself so that Gus Fring mm. could just give us that excellent shot of the eye missing. And fucking, I mean, yeah. Talking about Mark Margolis, better known as Hector Salamanca. Rest in power, my friend. What a a great character. Really was. I mean, the dude, for one whole TV show, just didn't speak once. I know. Used a bell to speak and somehow did that well. (laughs) Uh, I mean, good. he was good in Better Call Saul, obviously. Mm. I feel... Bad not knowing a bunch of the other stuff that he was in, but that was obviously the thing that I saw him in the most. Yeah. Uh, he was great. 83 years. I, I mean, mean, God bless. Yeah. Hopefully, you, you know, you would want a couple more maybe, but 83 seems like a, a nice long life. So, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. P's and P's. Um, I uh, want to correct myself because, Anthony, I was looking at the, the release date for Only Murders in the Building, season three. And yeah, you're right. Physical had already come out. So that's my bad. Sorry. You're just like fucking making me feel stupid. I I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. That's the I'm whole sorry. point of the show. Anthony? That's An- what, that's why we started. Anthony, yeah. <laughs> look at me when I say this out loud to you. You got a song about this. <laughs> thanks, Chef. No, thank you, Chef. No, thank you, Chef. I said <laughs> Only Murders in the Building coming at you yesterday. Huh? Huh? Um, all right. Now let's talk about the bear. I was excited to talk about this. I don't uh, feel like it. <laughs> um, See you guys next week. Next week, uh, you know, special <laughs> guest. You know. uh, yeah, man, I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. I, uh, I'm sorry it took this long to, to watch it. I just, I just been busy. But you know what though, you enjoyed it. So no, I did. It doesn't matter did. when you want. And I didn't it. like. And I didn't rip through it. Like, because then it would have been like a blur, you know. Yeah, neither did we. We kind of took our time. Yeah, with it. that's we what did I did not. with the first season. I just kind of rip through but um i saw what you guys are talking about with the uh, the chaotic episode that was what the sixth episode should just name that episode fucking anxiety the seven yeah. seven fish or oh, it's just called fishes yeah, but yeah. it was you know yeah i liked how they went back and you've seen everybody uh yo did you feel like cicero was like he kissed he kissed their mom on the lips i knew he was the uncle but in that scene i was like wait a minute yeah i don't think it was anything but he like just the way they were taught. It was. Ve- I mean, if somebody else felt like that too, I mean, chime in. But 
Because he was, you know, being, it came across as like flirtation. He's talking about wanting dessert, kissed her on the lips after. I think it was definitely flirty, but I think it was flirty in a way that was like, you know, they just, they have. Like we're from Virginia initially. No, 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 no. (laughs) I don't, they're not related, right? I think well, that's... Cicero is, the, or they just call him uncle because he was a friend of the family. I think they just call because uh, maybe he's like, that's it. He was very close to the father. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but then that would make more sense because yeah, I was like, what? I think it's it's just like a flirt. It is flirty, yes. But that would make more sense if it's just if they just call him unk, you know, like Suge and and they all call him unk because he was because I every we all have uncles that were not officially uncles. Yeah. yeah. All right. Doesn't um, what's his name address that in that episode? Where he's it was, like, bro, it was so like panic inducing. Well, so I might have missed that. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been this season, but he was saying, like, oh, I think when he's explaining it to uh, his girlfriend, where he's like, you know, we have a lot of close friends in the family and we just call them uncle or yeah, cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, that, that hits home. Yeah. I mean, and in that episode, speaking of blowing your bees out, did you think she was going to blow her bees out? And I'm not talking about. Bullets. Yeah, no, I, I 100% was anticipating a gunshot off camera. Yeah. The whole, like, especially after she said nobody would miss me. And like, I, I was honestly, I was waiting for that. I knew that the other one didn't do, do that at that. I think it was at the restaurant, right? Or oh, I, mean, I, I guess we never, I, maybe that's, we don't know that, but. Oh, uh, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Um, but um, I was waiting for something to, to really. Yeah, when, when she, I thought she was going to drive the car into the house and then blow her bees out yeah. in the car in front of everybody. I was like, oh boy, this might get dark real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, I like, you know, they did, definitely did a great uh, great job at like making you feel all just the anxiety. And it like, just brought me back to Christmas. My favorite part yeah. of that episode was when um, John Mulaney is like, oh, I'm going to go in and help her. And everybody's like, no, don't go <laughs> yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he goes in there. She's like, what the fuck? fuck are you doing get the fuck out of here and he's like oh all right i guess i'll leave <laughs> and then I gives that beautiful heartfelt uh grace before yeah yeah i didn't even think they ever ate that dinner to be honest no yeah hey uh if you're not what if you're not doing anything with that fork can i have can i have your fork <laughs> so bob odenkirk uh speaking of he was the stepdad or boyfriend? No, boyfriend? I think he, I don't know. I don't think he was a boyfriend. I think he just he was like a neighbor. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. And he was just like not close with the family, but like close enough where, or he might have been her boyfriend at some point. That's why I was I was getting all the hostility from Mike, his way, feeling like we don't like you. You're not going to be our father. Like nobody wants you here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I it was interesting to me, and I'm not smart smart enough to figure it out how much forks like a running theme of the whole entire season like obviously you had the mikey fork scene you mm-hmm. had you know carmy ordering the forks and he's like doesn't order enough yeah you had richie with cleaning the forks they run out of forks in the last episode yeah so it just seems like I, I don't i don't know you know i don't have a psychology degree to i, I i'm sure there the was fork that was in the cannoli when he throws it, the last fork that he threw missed him and it went in the cannoli. Remember they focus in on that shot? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I wonder what, what's behind that. I wonder if we'll, we'll get more of it or if it's just kind of a, yeah. a device that linked everything together and it was just maybe something that Carmi didn't want to deal with. Yeah. Like it just reminded him of, of bad stuff. So that's why he kind of ignored it when it came to the restaurant and everything mm. like that. But I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. 
but also too, just like, uh, maybe that's more of like the tape thing. Like Justin was saying, like, you know, just to signify, like there's no job too small and stuff like that. Um, but even the, the same thing with, with the forks in, 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 uh, the dude that was telling Richie, uh, who was like giving him the whole story of why people go to these restaurants and that yeah. they save up their hard earned money. And it's like a dream that they could even dine here and stuff like that. He's like, so that's why we don't fucking want streaks on the forks. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the character arcs I, I liked the best this season was Richie's. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, finally seeing him like step up and, and, uh, that, that whole episode was beautiful. And you knew, well, there was one point like towards the end, the forks were like jumbled. I was, I was wondering why that shot was there because the whole episode through, you saw him tightening up his routine and taking more pride in it. And yeah. that's, a, that's something I've said for a long time. Like, there's nothing to me that's more sad than somebody that just doesn't give a fuck. Even if it's like a shitty job, why be shitty? at a shitty job yeah like because then like then you really do feel like you have no purpose but if you're like the best guy on the fries at mcdonald's and you take so much pride in that that like people go to that fucking and they say like that no nobody's ever left that mcdonald's and said those fries were soggy and tasted like shit or or whatever you know what i mean like the smallest things just in the kitchen how they really emphasize how the smallest things make all the difference every second counts well it's like I love one of, that. it's one of those jobs too where like if you don't notice it you did a good job yeah yeah you know what I mean? And another thing with Richie, I love when, uh, you know, he makes amends with Suge and then they, he lets uh, him sit in on the interviews and he purposely turned yeah. the fucking napkin and fork. And, and when Suge, after the interview, was like, oh, she's great. She's the one. He's like, fuck, no, she's not it. She's yeah. not it. She's yeah. like, why? He's like, I, that fucking would have drove me nuts. We were here for 20 minutes. Yeah. She didn't fucking, every single napkin and fork is the same way. And I was like, damn. So just seeing him, and you know, I wear suits now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Fack is like, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Richie, Richie, I feel like had the best jamming out to T Swift in the car. Yeah, yeah, and and then going back when he was t- like telling his daughter, like, listen, like, I, you know, it's not that I hate Taylor Swift. It's just, you know, I just, you know, he was like def- defending. He probably like blew up in the car about it. I think they may sh- they show that actually. He's like, you know, it's just eight times, same same fuck. I just. I can't, you know. Yeah. And at the end, he's like fucking singing it, and so I like, I like, I like seeing his character. You know, he like redeemed himself, and uh, well, he finally Marcus, got that purpose. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's that's a beautiful thing to to care about what you do. I feel like I've got that in my life now, where I care about the things that I'm doing. Um, because you know the pessimistic side of of my brain is, you know, I I I do want to just fucking make the most of while I'm here. And if you're not do, and you know, I mean, not everybody could could do that. I guess I, I'm fortunate enough that that I'm doing the things that are making me happy. But for a long time, I wasn't, and it's important. It's important to be passionate about the things that you do. Yeah. So for, for me, watching Richie find that, and uh, yeah, that was big, man. I, you tear up a little bit. You know, I did. I tear up a lot when I watch <laughs> stuff. I, mm-hmm. I I tear up when good things happen to people, like when they work hard for shit and they and they it comes back to them and like. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a mush uh, in that regard, but I really like Richie's arc. Probably the best, Marcus going to Copenhagen, and yeah. we got fucking Adam Warlock, yeah. just fucking taking everybody's role. He's still fucking Jack, so I'm like, this is probably like right after <laughs> Guardians Three. Um, and I I liked how, you know, he's telling Marcus about how he used to want to keep up with the chef to be the best, and then you see the the picture hanging yeah. in that restaurant that That's Richie Stage is at. And it's Carmi with him. So then you're like, that was the guy. So yeah. is the boathouse Carmi's? And does he know that there's no cat there? It's just one of those tests. I think he said it at one point, didn't he? Like he said that he, uh, Carmi said that, oh, I, you know, I worked in <laughs> Amsterdam too and I fed an imaginary cat. 
and all that stuff. So I think he said it's like not a throwaway, but it's a very it's a very quick thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, it's it's definitely implied that that was the case. Yeah. You know what I liked about the Richie episode too is that last conversation he has with the chef mm-hmm. at the restaurant, and he's with like, the uh, with the woman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you know he she says, "Oh my, I looked at my father's notebook and he had this one thing that he had written down," and then she walks out. And then, oh yeah, Terry, yeah, Terry, yeah. Chef Terry. And then he's like, "Oh, Chef, you never said." And then he looks up at the sign. It was was it every every second every second counts. counts? That was at the first restaurant. Was it at the second one too? Was it the same thing? Didn't he write it? Because every second counts was at um was at the place that he staged at. It was in the kitchen, Marcus. Oh, oh, it, no. it was there too. Was it there? Yeah, I don't oh, know I if don't it was remember. the same thing. I forget. Mm. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, that's interesting, because it was also in the Bear, in the Bear restaurant, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Richie wrote it there. Or was it Carm that, I can't remember. Carm probably wrote it. Richie's thing was handing the the envelope that said, uh, like, I love you, let, let it, it rip. rip. Yeah. Which I thought was, was a nice touch. I can't, I can't find it. I don't feel like doing a deep dive. Yeah. Um, it might have been the same thing. I know that the yo. So maybe you guys can. I mean, you you had mentioned a few times over the last couple of episodes that you like you like how it left off. You like where it's going. I was watching that thing for a split second because I, I wasn't, I, you know, obviously not understanding that out of context, but. Because they start each episode with like uh, weeks to open, and then when they went to the throwback uh, Christmas Eve dinner or whatever, it would said like two hundred and forty six weeks. Yeah. On that, knowing that you've been saying that for a couple of weeks, I was thinking they never get to the opening night, and they just take you at various points throughout. You know what I'm saying? And then and it's just like oh, a hundred weeks, and and then maybe it's like a a side story of Sydney, and they just kind of jump. It all over in the timeline, but obviously oh, it's you, not that. Oh, you thought that what I was saying was like next season is going to be. It when could it be, opens? Yeah, 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 or some, yeah, or so. I'm curious where, where, do, where do you think it's going? What, what excited you about how it ended? I, I like it because it seems like it's the end of the beginning. Like now, the okay, now we've the whole point of last season was kind of, you know, who are these people? They get the idea to open the restaurant. Now they're they've. Oh, you know, went through the whole process of opening the restaurant. So next season, like everybody's story kind of ended a bit. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and especially Carmi, like he's on like full on like breakdown. Yeah. Now. I was gonna say like it, he it, never dealt with his issues with his mom. He never dealt with Mikey being dead. And even though like Richie got a, a ha- somewhat happy ending, but he has that blowout with Carmi, which I mean I guess yeah. you can kind of just say, you know, we were both pissed in the moment. But yeah, and they've had is, a handful of, you know Yeah, it is kind of a big blowout. Yeah. Um the only one that got really like happy ending was like Tina and Sydney. But even Sydney, like you get a lot throughout this season that her relationship with Carmi's breaking down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a split second where I thought that they you know I mean I always felt like that with her and Marcus. Uh, but I feel like I was getting a little bit of that between the two of them, even when they were under under the table fixing the little like coat hanger thing. Yeah. I was I was almost getting a little bit of that vibe, and that, you know, you're when you're in the trenches with somebody, it, it it just yeah. But I think there's such a defined like hierarchy, which we were kind of like talking with Justin, where 
when yeah, I was like, yeah. I wonder how many people swung on a show. It's just like a noticed respect. Um, yeah. Like, and then when he gave her the, the, like the her jacket, own yeah. jacket, like she, it's like a. From like, I'm sure that designer, you know, or whatever, whoever made that, you know, just like this hat, the Headley and Bennett company or whatever for yeah. the aprons and shit. It's like a teacher student relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. But then I, like, you know, she got somewhat of a happy ending. Uh, Marcus, you think kind of has a happy ending, but it's pretty heavily implied that the mother yeah past yeah, yeah, and so yeah like what's his you know his story next year's i'm sure is going to be grappling with the fact that he wasn't around for the mother dying and like or is he now becoming like carmy where he's so involved with, yeah with the restaurant and that cooking like and all that living stuff. his life and that would make sense because the dude in uh was it amsterdam or is he, he was in copenhagen is copenhagen in amsterdam copenhagen in denmark okay so well, he was in Denmark. He was in okay, yeah. So that that kid was saying he was talking to him about you know life inspiration, inspiring the dishes. Yeah, and and then when he was all four of those desserts, the story that he told, and I thought that was absolutely beautiful with the cannoli, and and he was like, and what's this one called, chef? He said the Michael. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about cutting onions? Yeah, <laughs> making a lasagna for fucking one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're talking about torrential downpour. I think yeah. like, on your face. This is good. This is um, but so so but he so so yeah that would be that would be interesting too because that that chef there was telling him we'll just call him Adam Warlock because I don't even think he had a fucking name he was you know I don't know did he have a name I don't remember Adam Warlock uh, he was telling him like if it nothing matters in here if you're not like experiencing shit out there yeah so uh, and 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 damn the the opposite ends of the scale too because now uh, Carmen tried to have the fucking life outside and that was actually bringing him balance and like genuine happiness and uh and then he blamed her for everything she she became who is that kid that cicero the the cubs game everybody got oh, bartman on the, yeah he became bartman yeah but that, i think too like carmy just cannot accept good things yeah but i'm saying but it, he but he also blames the distractions that you know she may or may not have caused on like all the little holes in the game and now answer me this because you mentioned Sydney with the happy ending. She had like the nice moment with her dad as she was throwing up behind the dumpster and stuff like that. But what prompted her to throw up behind the, the dumpster? When I was watching that, I saw, because they were focusing on the ticket printer and you hear it going like there was things that needed to print, but no paper was spitting out. So in that moment, I'm like, fuck, they thought they did a great job. Meanwhile, they probably didn't get all these tickets and there's a very pissed off diner in there. Maybe that critic guy or, or, or no, it was friends and family. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Right, but they made it significant, though. Anxiety. Yeah, I, I definitely that was what I was getting. But I, I, I was the same with you. I was like, oh fuck, they're like missing a bunch of orders. Right yeah. Now. But I get maybe it's just like her looking at the ticket printer and just hearing it in her head, and like her going over the whole entire night, and you know, well, she finally let all that anxiety out. Yeah. And that's when she threw up. So that's, I don't know. Yeah, that was an interesting scene because it, I mean them hyper focusing on that cutting to it multiple times zooming in on it multiple times and then her running out to throw up yeah so that wasn't the first time they did that too with uh carmy in the first season when they did when she set up the online orders oh yeah yeah. oh that's, that's what i'm thinking yeah so maybe it goes right back to that episode then she just had a flashback of that i think it's just her realizing because she was having second thoughts about the whole relationship because she couldn't like level with because Car she holds him to such a high standard and she wants to learn everything from him. 
but she like finally got put into his place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that show that shot was like to be like, oh fuck, I finally understand, and now I understand how he's missing shit. Yeah. But he apologizes to her under the table, like I've been so fucking hard yeah, on yeah. you. And she understands you need a life outside of it. But I think that's like that beautiful like kind of mantra to the whole like show is like the anxiety of being a chef. I also, yeah, you know, I was going to mention it when Justin was here too, because I was almost, but I didn't, I didn't see enough of the second season to really chime in about it. Cause a lot of the stuff, a lot of the vibe of each episode kind of matches like the, the vibe of the, its counterpart in the first season. And I was thinking that the episode, like that's the, I'm sorry, the season's progression is almost like the entire like dining experience for both the chef and the, like the restaurant goer. It's like, how it's it starts out like calm and it's you know it's like rising then and then as 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 the nights you know when they're like 20 minutes before service and shit like that it, then, then the stress levels start to rev up then by the time you get to the fishes episode it's like peak fucking like they're getting crushed like in you know you know like prime time dining hours or whatever and then it like tapers off and like has a sweet ending to match a dessert and mm-hmm. they tried to give you a sweet ending with everybody but like we mentioned i think carmy is like seems like his shit is like crumbling see my problem uh, I had the only issue I had with the show at first was like, oh, everyone changed so quickly. Like, oh, look at everybody getting like, oh, we're on board now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Tina, Tina, yeah. And I'm like, because she's like, she was like a tough. Yeah, very, very to tough. Yeah. And then I forget the name of the other gentleman that they, she was buddy buddy with when they both went to culinary school. <laughs> yeah, I like the scene when he comes back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Outside of the like the drive up. Window. It was just really cool to see. That's uh, Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Yeah. Like. You were saying like everyone, not everyone got a happy ending, but they got something. Yeah, yeah. whether it's good or bad. Um, I I wanted to shout out also, uh, you know, again with Richie, I think my favorite part of well, my my favorite episode was Forks, and my favorite part uh, in any particular episode goes to the finale when Richie steps up yeah. and expos. I mean, I have very limited experience in the restaurant world. I thought Expo was the one that was like setting up the plates, but that dude is like the conductor of the fucking kitchen. Yeah, and it's different in different. It, restaurants. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I only know fucking Smoky Bombs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking like was that two, two, two stars, two and a half. I think two and a half for the first out of five. Yeah, yeah, not Michelin. <laughs> um, <coughs> but uh, yeah, so again, just because he even said when he was watching the girl do it, which I also picked up a vibe with, between them. Hopefully season three, he he's not a stranger. Goes back to that restaurant. Um, but uh, but yeah, when he was saying, he's like, oh, I kind of see the pattern and stuff like that. And he fucking killed it. Yeah. Nailed it. And too yeah. bad Carmi yeah, couldn't that, see that, that. it. And then, yeah, the whole time Carmi's in the fucking, the walk-in and they're, you know, you know, both Sydney stepped up, but then, you know, I said Richie in that moment, I think he was, uh, and then, oh my God, I almost forgot to mention this, the, the chocolate banana with yeah, Cicero. Yeah, that was such a cool. That was fucking good, man. And I love, uh, I was going to say one of the best parts in the Forks episodes when they like overheard the, the tourists saying that they didn't have a deep dish and he's like, go to the fucking, yeah, and yeah. then they got it. And well, like, she's like, she's like uh surprise uh, online. He's like, he's like, you're going to make him a deep dish, aren't you? She's like, oh no, whatever she, and then, and then, and then the next scene is him fucking running around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what was cool was, I don't even know why I thought for a second they were just going to give him a fucking, a slice of the deep dish, the, you know, the cookie cutter thing yeah. and like. Yeah, it's inspiring watching shit like that. I used to be super into food, man. I was, you know, when I was out west and I had to cook for myself. So, 
I appreciate just, you know. All it starts off with is throwing a little sriracha in a mac and cheese box. <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah. then you're fucking Michelin star chef. Yeah, you're just posing in the mirror with a white sheet over you. Yeah. So it looks like a chef's jacket. Oh. Yeah, guys, oh. the mine's are dirty. <laughs> yeah, okay, they're fucking... Never seen a I never seen I never seen a chef coat with a hood. Whoa! All right, talk easy. <laughs> but can someone fucking explain to me that scene in Denmark where that dude just crashes into the? Yeah, that was, I forgot. About I didn't understand. Yeah. I thought he was gonna get like robbed. Or me something. too. I thought he was gonna get shanked. Yeah. Yeah. Or like yeah, he was, was gonna to... get blamed. For, yeah, why does their mind always go to the worst fucking thing? Thought Mama Dukes was gonna fucking blow the brains out on Christmas Eve. Thought this he, fucking guy wrapped up around a fucking pole, all bloodied, is gonna somehow murder Marcus <laughs> for being a good Samaritan. Yeah. Richie, just, God only knows what he was planning with those forks. I just don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what. Yeah, that was and I was for. trying to think of that in the moment too. I'm like, but you know, because you 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 ask yourself, or at least I do. You're like, you know, what what does this do to the story? Does it move it forwards? Does it add something to the character's arc? What did he... Was it something that built up to that part of the episode where this is supposed to be like some sort of lesson? You get the vibe that there was some sort of lesson in that moment, but... The uh, only thing I could take away from that is... Stop riding bikes because it's gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is Marcus... It was just Marcus's character to be... You know, he was away from his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's such a caretaker that he had to take care of this person who didn't even speak his language. Sure, yeah. That's the only thing I could take away. Yeah. And that was what I made up, and I don't like when I have to make shit up. Yeah, but if that's what you got out of it, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this has been unofficial until... <laughs> I mean... Come on. I mean, you said it You said it best, brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So... Just put a little bow on it. I really wish, sorry to cut you off. I really, really fucking hope that they figure out this actor strike because I, I you know, I have gonna a feeling a, it's going to be settled by the end of August because that inside info a little bit. I've been looking at some uh, movies release dates and when, you know, particularly Sony has rescheduled and moved around a lot of uh, upcoming releases dates, either pushing some back and, and ones that they moved up. It seems the ones they moved up were all like at the end of August, and it was like some of their bigger properties that they clearly want to have the ability to promote. Mm. So that's that's my thinking is that by the end of the month they'll they'll have something figured out. I hope so because I you know I'm team uh, union. I hope the unions get what they want, but I, you know I also want these shows to come back and not yeah yeah have to wait two three years for the next season of the Bear. So I know for hopefully so, they get for figured out. Reasons, yeah yeah. Um, the best thing was George R. R. Martin weighing in, and then someone comments under. Sure, he bro, well, you, know, he, you know he didn't. You know book. he didn't write it. Yeah, he must have just sent a fucking voice note to I'm somebody. I'm sure he fucking weighed in very heavily. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> easy. Hey, you know what? On on that note, the fat lady's singing, and his name is George R. R. Martin. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening this far. We appreciate it. Go watch The Bear if you haven't. It's a fucking damn good show. I'm talking to you, DJ Speed, a.k.a. Biscotti Pippin, a.k.a. Blanche Armstrong. Um, yeah. Shout out, Seanimal. Love you. Anyways, thank you for listening. Don't be a dick. Go follow us wherever you get your podcast from. Leave us a rating and a review if you haven't already. Uh, send us an email, because we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to, you know, 
talk about your email on the air. I mean, who's the one to hear their shit on the most popular fucking podcast on Wednesdays between the hours of 4 a.m. and 6 a.m.? I mean, that's... Nice, please. I mean, we're the Michelin Star podcast. Exactly. Um, B-Stars. You can follow that Michelin Star type podcast at unofficial underscore pod or uh, by going to our website, www.unofficialpod.com. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Uh, and you know what? You have a good week, a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Go fork yourself. <laughs>